Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. Right alongside him, I'm Jesse. Oh, so much to talk about, Matt. Dude, it feels like it's been forever since it's been just me and you sitting here having a little chit-chat. Oh, man. It's like like that song. It's like, you, me, and you, you, and me. Chatting about bizarre news, little weed. Isn't that how it goes? Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's my own version. So, yeah, yeah, no, we uh, ended the sounds of summer. Hope everyone enjoyed listening to some of the artists that we brought on. We thank them again for coming on the show and sharing some of their music. Oh, man, we had a blast listening to these guys like, do live performances here and about behind the scenes. As everybody knows, we're music nuts. So to get that deep dive, it's just always a fucking fun time. Yeah, next summer we're hoping to do the same thing so you can look forward to that. Uh, another thing we had go, go on here was we charted in Bulgaria. Dude, just another one. We're taking it down <laughs> notch by notch on our bedpost here, baby. That's what we're doing. Bulgaria, fucking beautiful country. I guess it has the best cheese in fucking Europe. Never do that. And I'm a cheese nut. Dude, me too. So this is something that I'm totally uh, keen to try now. I need some Bulgarian cheese. Dude, you ready for the next fun fact about Bulgaria? Hit me. Dude, if you're nodding yes, you're actually meaning no. If you're shaking your head no, you're actually meaning yes. Damn. One of the few places in the in the world that does that kind of shenanigans. And you know what? I'm down with the shenanigans. They're pulling the Uno reverse on the yes-no head shake. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah, man. I mean, shit, shake the world up, you know? Live okay, okay. Look at our glasses, people, if you're watching the live. I mean, come on. Another thing to mention, yeah, we're stepping up the Zoom game using the little filters. We got some uh, fucking cool guy glasses going on. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, if you haven't subscribed already, please do because you're missing Dude. out on these antics. This is the future. I mean, you know how uncomfortable it is to wear glasses sometimes? They just like bug the bridge of your nose, dude. We just need projection to catch up. So you can just like... Oh, totally. And plus five on confidence too. It's like an instant boost. Furthermore, projection closed. You could really just be balls to the balls naked. But then the problem lies is if like that projection fails on you and you're in the middle of like the mall. I don't trust the computers enough at that point. <laughs> okay. So true. Bulgaria, thank you. For listening you you are on our radar as we, we love are you. course apparently dude bulgaria is for slackers <laughs> so uh you know we always like to start out our bizarre news with a little bit of weed news and this time around you know november's coming up we're talking about weed on the ballot. We like to stay informed here. We got to be informed slackers. And uh, if you haven't registered already, you know, you still have time. A lot of states have cut off dates in October. Both myself and Matt, we move, it's like, we're like ludicrous. When I move, you move. Just like that. <laughs> yeah, dude, it is kind of weird. We both just move at the same time. I moved in a different state, which is going to be a little weird for me trying to make that cut off mm-hmm. to get... The ability to make my voice be heard, which you yeah. know everybody out there should be fucking, you know, no matter what, just fucking get out there, whatever you believe in, just fucking vote. We picked voice, one man. of the worst times to move. It's like right during election time. 
So right I, I only went a little bit north, so I might still be able to work with my current uh, county that I'm registered in. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, we think it's important, you know, to get out there and vote, um, especially on cannabis, which is why we're talking about it now. A number of states are actually putting it up on their ballots come November. So there's a number of articles that I pulled from to uh, do a little bit of research on these states that have uh, different measures that are going to be on their ballots. Uh, we'll start off with Arizona. Uh, last In 2016, in the last election four years ago, they did put up a legalization uh, ballot for recreational cannabis. They narrowly failed by like 6,000 votes, or, or I'm sorry, by 67,000 votes. So, I mean, narrow, a lot of people, but it was like 51% uh, of the voters said no to it. So that's pretty tight. Oof, tight. That is really fucking tight, dude. They're going to have, this time around, they're going to have another recreational cannabis uh, initiative up on the ballot for people to vote on. So, you know, they're surrounded by, uh, or well, not surrounded, but, but they're pretty close to California, Nevada, other states that have gone recreational. So we'll see what kind of turns out with Arizona. Dude, in my opinion, I feel like they need to just go recreational because medical leads to people still wanting to deal with the black market to avoid all mm. the bullshit, the taxes, all the, the craziness that comes with medical. Um, That's true. You got to set up the doctor's appointment, go through a couple more steps than you would if it was just renewal. recreational. Dude, you got the renewal. You got to you got to fit that into your schedule every fucking year or six months, whatever the, you know the the sentence it is for that. Like, it's it's I know, raw. I know dude. California's I like California's pretty good in terms of uh, making it simple for you and doing it with like online doctor's visits and stuff like that. Yeah, you guys are crazy out there. Like, yeah, they're, they're like you got to go to a place and like see a dude and like tell him some legit sob story why you need weed yeah know, to get it. And, and then some states have even harder requirements you know you have to like literally be dying to get it compared to like York, california baby. which is pretty much anything goes mm -hmm. um so new jersey is another one that's gonna have a uh recreational uh for legalization or legalization of re recreational cannabis up on their ballot and you know they've been kind of pushing and pushing to go legal for most of this year and some of last year so there's a high probability that we're going to see new jersey also go uh recreational which they'll join the ranks in the northeast of uh, you know massachusetts who's been a huge driver for uh weed sales from new york as we both can attest to mm -hmm. from from you know people that we've spoke with personally yeah man yeah. some some surprising ones south dakota Ooh, okay. yeah they're uh, talking about and this is pretty radical they're talking about going medical and recreational both in like one swoop they're putting up uh initiatives to do both at the same time which would be a first ever okay uh montana is another one that figure they would is yeah kind of you know uh always leaned a little bit more you know i would say to the right and less to the uh, cannabis but they're like right next to colorado man i feel like it's just spread in from there it's that's Cali, a good point colorado it seems like we see that tax we're right next stabilize. door they probably see the same thing like massachusetts with new york like new york seeing like but new york's not like addressing really but like it's just you know you got people from different states fluxing to these places to get weed because mm -hmm. it's legal there you know and one that you would be surprised to hear mississippi never expected that that's <laughs> wild uh, what kind of buds are they going to be cranking out of there dude mississippi <laughs> bud baby Woo! there you go they're uh, actually looking to go medical this is going to be one of those uh probably high uh requirement states 
in terms of what you are uh, what you are diagnosed with that allows you to have this medical cannabis in terms of cancer, multiple sclerosis, PS, PTSD, that kind of stuff. Um, we'll see. That's a that's a deep south uh, state possibly going you know medical which would be interesting to see one thing to mention nebraska they did submit signatures that it was overturned by their um i believe congress or it was it was one of one of the state like houses essentially overturned it for having too many thing things on the on the bill they can only submit single issue uh ballots via uh signatures and this address, you know, a couple of different things regarding marijuana. So it actually has been removed from the ballot. So unfortunately, Nebraska, you're out of here for for uh, Fuck, dude. come time in November. It sucks, man. Like I imagine all the kids that are like excited for it. Like, yeah, man, we're finally going to get it. Like, and it's like, look. Yep. Disappointment, baby. Caught it. I mean, it seemed like they were being a little too broad. Maybe that was something that needed to be investigated before they, you know, started this initiative. Uh, as a because that's the thing every state is different we're not i i don't see with you know the candidates that are going to be running in 2020 uh a change to the scheduling level of cannabis at all so it really does come down to what state you're in and how they're going to be drafting their own laws around cannabis so if we were in any of the states that we listed you know and you're looking to either get medical or recreational into your state make sure you're registered there's no real way to impact this unless you actually have your name on the registration to be able to voice your opinion so i i, I think that's the big thing is there's there's a lot of movement right now on it and if you if you're as passionate as we are about you know trying to reform some of this stuff then it's important that you get out there and uh and put your voice out there hell yeah man fucking make that voice heard baby because we know you smoke weed stop lying <laughs> and even if you don't maybe you know someone who does <laughs> and you know they're not as bad as uh they're not bad enough to be thrown in a cell over it hell yeah man hell yeah well let's hope man let's hope all the states flip and start just the domino yeah. theory we've been talking for, since the beginning basically it'd be it'd be pretty sweet to see a little <laughs> bit of change in in terms of the way that they're addressing this stuff well, I got some bad news for you. We're going to go from a sweet story to a fucking terror of a story. Right? Oh, no. We're talking about a uh, slick Slovenian scam that uh, had a high payout that uh, kind of failed on a lady. We've got a 22-year-old who thought it was a good idea. She was going to go out for an insurance scam, and uh, she must have had a hell of a plan because she cut her fucking arm off, huh. cut her hand off. Uh, in 2019, trying to get away with a scam that would end up with like a $1.2 million payout. Wow. A large sum. Hey, I mean, I don't know if that's... Dude. All right, let's that's stop the story right here. That's a healthy price for a hand. Let's stop the story right here. Is a million dollars worth your hand? I don't think so, dude. I look at my hands and all the dexterity that I have. I don't know if that's worth $1 million. Like, what, what is the cutoff for you? Like, what would it take to just... You're going to take a circular saw like she did and just... Okay. It sounds like I'm in a new Saw movie or something. That's what I felt right away. I don't know. My hands are pretty fucked up. I'm not going to lie. Like, I got I got 
issues. My knuckles are all fucked up from being a kid and and doing stupid shit with my hands and fucking punching shit that I shouldn't have. So, uh, you know, they're not worth much. They're beat up. They're kind of like a lemon. I'm going to say we're going to lowball them around 150,000 per hand. And it's got to be non-dominant. God, dude. I'll double it for the dominant hand. We'll go 300,000 for the other. Dude, that's way too low. Too low? Way too oh, low. we got we got Mr. Hand Model walking through Bro, down the they runway. They are beautiful, but, these, room. but let me M- show you what M- these hands M- can M- do, William baby. William Gertz. Let me show you what these hands can do, baby. All right, uh, they can do a lot. All right, what, dude? One hundred fifty thousand, dude. How many years do you have left on Earth to be just nub stub Mc, fucking McLanders over here? Like, calm down, bro. I'll be doing a lot better with one hundred fifty thousand in my bank, dude. That'll last so far, but like your hand, you'll just be left in the end with a bank with like not 150k and a little nub that like maybe you can pull some strings with your nub like and make it look cool like you got one of those things from the 90s remember that terminator hand from the 90s it had like the little grips you would hold it it would be like an extension it'd be like that's what you're gonna have i remember that you're like this just trying to fucking make a fist i have over 100k in my bank account you think i'm gonna be rocking a little plastic terminator hand i'll be getting a decent prosthetic and i'll still have a couple grand left over to mess around with you'll have 150k until you fucking get a thanos glove fucking replacement for that hand and then you're like well it costs 75k but look at this it's gold that's easy money snap this (laughs) <laughs> what who okay so what rich guy do you think is paying you over uh, uh, over 200,000 for your for your Jeff Bezos celebrity He's a hand that I know he would pay me more than 200k to cut my hand off for you right here on American Slacker podcast If they're if they're giving you more than 150,000 for your hand they're doing something real fucked up with that hand I don't care what they do with it it's not mine anymore dude like if you That hand is going to be in someone rich's butt I'm not going to lie to you, Dude, my dead hand can finger anybody's butt after I'm done with it. Because I'm done with it. And I'm all about the stacks of cash that I just inherited. Because I'm talking. So what's your number? What's your number? Mine would have to be five mil. Like, I'd have to be a large sum. Five million dollars. Five million dollars. Suck my balls. All right? Dude, I'm not even famous. I don't care. I'm sorry. I thought we were being realistic. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't value yourself, you fucking (laughs) bro. Let me tell you. More than 150. What, okay, so when I'm lowballing the market at 150,000, what makes you think you're going to get a five billion cut for your hand? Dude, <laughs> all right. Well, hey, listen, you got to know how to sell, all right? And selling is just being above at least what you're willing to accept. You do have more right? experience on eBay than I do. Yeah, I was going to bring in the eBaying because it comes down to there's a scam in eBay today where people will bid on shit and buy it now for a high price to bring the value up on the current market. So it's a scam of rigging the numbers. So you're going right? to buy how many times do you have to buy your own hand do you, to get up? To I'm not trying billion? to buy my hand multiple times, but I'm saying, hey, maybe <laughs> like a simple bargaining system where I'm saying mine's worth five. I'll settle on three point five mil cash. OK, OK, you're going right? to take a settlement deal. OK, I'm going to have immediate investments turning that three point five into something else. But. Well, now I feel stupid for going so low if I knew we were haggling. I thought this was a set price. Life is about selling yourself, baby. I mean, what are we doing right now? Come on. (laughs) It's like, okay, it's not a Best Buy situation. It's more of a bazaar where we're just uh, bargaining for body parts. (laughs) Well, that's what this 22-year-old was doing, man. She faces two years in jail now. Two years for this fraud with a nub. Not only that, her boyfriend was part of the, uh, he was an accomplice, of course. They gave him a three year because it's like, dude, why would you let your girlfriend cut your hand off? Be hard not to know what's going on. And why didn't you cut your hand off, man? Be a man.
Like, cut your hand off and, and take care of your girlfriend for the rest of your life. Maybe it was her side hustle, like Etsy or something, and he's just like... <laughs> That's her OnlyFans? It's like, I'm, I can get an OnlyFans I'm, I'm, or I can cut my hand off and just get I'm hands off with what she does in her free time. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's uh, half hands off now in life, <laughs> unfortunately. And it, it, yeah, it looks like she's going to be doing that two years. Uh, she's got a chance to, you know, do her rebuttal. But uh, Were drugs involved at all? Oh, dude, it's just... I have to imagine you're not in your own, your right mind when you cut your hand off with a surgery. Oh, hell, of course not. There's no mental evaluation in Sylvania, first off. But uh, (laughs) on top of that, I mean, it's just like, they probably saw an article just like this or something where somebody like put their hand in a wood chipper and got a, you know, a health insurance payout, you know, some money. So they were like, I don't need this fucking thing. Like, let's fucking do this. Dude. There's way easier scams. Oh, my way God. Way easier scams, man. Way <laughs> easier. Be a prince from Nigeria. You get some emails out there. You're going to make a little bit here and there. I'm telling you. Dude, it's, scare some people. Matt, wait. That sounds awful familiar. You're not that guy that's been emailing me, are you? I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. Well, I have to send uh, the prince a couple hundred after this show. Um, just make so sure we should get that through you it. use uh, uh, PayPal because I heard that all the other apps are just not efficient for Nigerian princes. Ah, good point, good point. Um, well, you know, one place they don't have to worry about Nigerian princes is in uh, Louisiana. There's uh, one thing that is on the minds of most of the residents there right now, though, and it's thick clouds of mosquitoes. These blood suckers have been churned up by a hurricane and they're killing livestock. They're taking them down like a bunch of tiny vampire bats, Matt. Dude, nothing's ever annoyed me more in my life than mosquitoes on like a summer's night. You know what I mean? Like just you're trying to have a good time by the campfire. And you know what? There's these little parasitic dickheads. They're just like Skeeter from Doug. They're just like out of control. Their voice is annoying. You hear them coming. I don't want to hear what you have to say. My legs itch now. What the hell, dude? I slept outside one time because uh, the yeah. tent basically collapsed and I got eaten alive by these fuckers. Um, not actually, I, you know, it's almost offensive to use that term now because the picture of this deer that I'm looking at that's collapsed, it it's eerie almost. It, it's there. There's nothing su- looking to be wrong with them. It almost looks as if they collapsed out of nowhere. But what did happen was these large clouds of mosquitoes descended upon the livestock, sucking the blood from them and leaving them just dead on the ground, moving on to their next victim. This is this is some Halloween style shit, dude. This is those Draculian fucking mosquitoes, dude. They just drain you. They just won't leave you alone, man. Yeah, supposedly the uh, Hurricane Laura that came through recently. Uh, what ends up happening in hurricanes, I did a little bit of looking into this. Uh, the hurricanes come through, they kill most of the adult mosquitoes because to be a mosquito in a hurricane, right? It's like it's like me before payday. All right, I'm sorry. So uh, <laughs> these uh, these mosquitoes, the adult ones get killed. Um, flood, flooding happens and areas that aren't normally, uh, you know, uh, filled with water end up getting filled with it leaving behind these perfect nesting areas for the mosquitoes that come in after the hurricanes they lay eggs thousands of them these things all hatch at once creating giant mosquito clouds well you know what west nile's breaking out and everybody's fucking running 
right? You can't run quick enough because these deer can't even outrun them. And I found out that one deer, one adult deer, say about 160 pounds on average, has about five quarts of blood in it or 32 ounces. Mm. Or well, there's, much. Th there's 32 ounces in a quart and, and that calculates out to five quarts of blood in a deer. So, okay, so 32 times five. Uh, no, so for a 160 pound deer would have five quarts of blood. A quart is 32 ounces. And a th and yes, an uh, so five times there's, or, sorry, there's 32 ounces in one quart. That's just so yeah, breaking, five times breaking it down ounces. to give people an idea, you know. Okay, so we're dealing with 180 to deal with volume if we're talking. Well, and that's and, that's no fucking big gulp. That's a bit. That's like three. That's two and a half big gulps. And supposedly it takes uh, for normally deer when they're being hunted, internal blood loss is what ends up killing them if, if they're shot or they get uh, hit with an arrow. Um, but and it's very rare that external bleeding is really the cause of death for a deer. But it says on this uh, sportsmanguide.com article that it takes about one third of its blood or three pints of it to be lost. I don't know how that's one third of five. Yeah. I guess it, it, if I you're hunting, so. you're probably going after larger deer. I'd imagine they'd have a little bit more blood. But either way, th like one third of its blood lost would kill it. So these mosquitoes are coming, coming along and drinking anywhere between what? Two to four quarts of blood. <laughs> That's way too many fucking mosquitoes. That makes me so angry. <laughs> oh, I can feel them and hear them right now. Like That's oh. horrific. You know, bees have always been something that I've been terrified of. But I think mosquitoes, my, uh, clouds of mosquitoes might be my new fear. Dude. I latch on to. A cloud of mosquito makes me so enraged that I wish I could just figure out the way to be just just kill the whole fucking existence of mosquitoes like i just go enraged like i'm just like i want to fucking sit there i want to shrink down and punch you in the face like they're the nastiest little critters like they're worse than spiders by far people talk about spiders mosquitoes are the real yeah. seriously right? i mean uh kill them with fire the age-old advice that's how you, that's how you end up in the situation like you are in dude all right you just end up in those wildfires surrounding you yeah, true. Good point. You got to be careful with those flamethrowers. So, yeah, they, they estimate hundreds of cattle and a few horses have been killed in uh, five in a five parish or like five county area of uh, Louisiana. These is there are, any, are a menace. Is there any like outcome? Like, do they have ideas how to combat these gangs of mosquitoes? Said nothing in the article. I'd imagine, you know, a good pesticiding or uh, but tracking them would would be tough. I mean, getting eyes on a mosquito cloud <laughs> like that, they could take off real quick. It's no rain cloud. It's a mosquito cloud. Yeah, I mean, this is like on par with arachnophobia. I just imagine a scene of a helicopter like tracking them and they fly into the helicopter blades and take the helicopter oh down. It's like, there's no way we can't take them all. <laughs> oh my God. You need Vin Diesel or someone to fucking pop out. Be like, oh my God. I have enough blood in my gut that I could take down all of these mosquitoes. <laughs> Is that Triple X? Huh. He's, he's, like, he's uh, 5X now. 5X. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, time's a cruel bitch, isn't it? Oh, God. Well, let's keep the nightmare talk up, man. I'm going to tell you about the daily life I have to deal with down here in Florida. All right. Let me bring you into my land. All right. <laughs> you know, I might have overreacted about the mosquitoes because uh, there's things down here that are even worse than mosquitoes. Okay. Let me tell you about a tale of a woman who is just trying to trim some trees on her property. You know, her property butted up against the lake. She had a nice little lakefront property going okay. on. Join life, baby. That's, that's Florida. Endless summer, right? 
thing about Endless Summer that I've learned, Jesse, is Endless Summer brings monsters. <laughs> all right? It brings reptiles that are giant. It brings spiders that are giant. It brings everything in bigger forms that should not exist. Okay. Yeah, usually in a colder climate, those kinds of things have to, they have to take a couple seasons off. Yeah. yeah. Yours just keep leveling up. They just keep leveling up, dude. Like some kind of sick Pokemon game that just never fucking ends. And you're not really the trainer. You're the guy on the other end. You're the guy that wants to have a little fun, friendly battle. And then Ash just kicks the shit out of you. Kicks you right in the dick directly, you know? North Fort Myers, Florida. Not too far from where I sit right now. This lady is trimming some bushes on the lake. And she's attacked by a 10-foot fucking dinosaur. You can get arrested for doing that in the wrong county. Not lying. Trimming this county, luckily, on the lake. you could be trimming bushes on a lake. So we're good here. Very nice. Good. A 10-foot alligator just comes out of nowhere and just fucking grabs at this lady. Apparently not grabbing her fully, but definitely gnawing up on her feet. You know, uh, and that thrashing probably grabbed her a little bit and Oof. scratched her with the teeth. And uh, luckily, dude, she did not get dragged in, pulled into the whole death roll that the gators do. But dude, it is just wild to me as part of like moving down here is that this just is part of coexistence. Like you might just be at a <laughs> pond and there's a fucking dinosaur lurking in there. Like, do you already have that instinct built in from being down there a little bit? Like, are you watching I, your back? I'm stupid because apparently dude, <laughs> to go further into it, the beach that I was just at like last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. Multiple videos in the last week of fucking like thrasher sharks in like fucking six inches of water, just fucking <laughs> like trying to latch onto somebody, dude. Like uh, just getting some of like, that uh, nice calf meat. Doesn't matter if it's fresh water or salt water, dude. Down here, it's just like don't fuck with the water, I guess. You know, or learn your lesson possibly. Like you got two legs for a reason, so uh, yeah. you can yeah. learn a lesson real quick on one. And you don't have gills, so stay the fuck out of the water, people. Luckily, uh, you know, she escaped again. No, no real injury. She's in stable condition. Good, good. Uh, unfortunately for the gator, <laughs> the Fish and Wildlife Agency contracted a nuisance gator chopper. And uh, he's going to capture that animal and take him out of there, which you know what that means. Somebody's going to have a buttload of gator jerky. You got a professional on the job. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just, it's still so wild, though, realistically, though, for me, like that these exist in the wild. I haven't seen one yet, but I'm waiting, dude. And I, I'm just like, I don't trust any water anymore. I, it's not I, like Northeast. I'm worried you're going to pull out the smartphone and try and get too close. Nah, dude, I'm deathly afraid of these things. It's a fucking dinosaur, bro. Like It's, it's, it's a good picture, though. It is a good picture. Right. <laughs> you, well. you know me too well. All right, yeah, you're right. You're right in the moment. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're going to go across the uh, world here to Australia. They have some gators over there, too, that are absolutely horrendous. They're called crocodiles, and they are disgustingly more terrifying. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they are like three times the size. They're saltwater crocs that'll swim <sighs> from Australia over to like the Philippines and shit. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Wild. Uh, so we'll get a little revenge on this one because uh, we're talking about an alligator handbag. This thing cost nineteen thousand dollars. A lady picked it up in Paris, or well, in France. Uh, maybe not Paris specifically, but somewhere in France, she brought it back to her, her home country of uh, of Australia, where she had to go through customs like we all do whenever we return from some sort of holiday. And unfortunately, because of a $50 permit that was not paid, her $19,000 alligator handbag was destroyed by Australian customs agents. I don't know about you, this is going to be a dick move on my part, I feel like, but like, 
I just refuse to feel bad for somebody that's that rich and does something that stupid. It's like <laughs> you bought something that's like a Honda Civic brand new and you're not going to just take the time to make sure it's cool to come through customs. So, you know, that was the one thing that I will mention here is uh, the bag was seized upon suspicion of involvement with illegal uh, wildlife trade. So there's a, uh, uh, I guess, uh, like it's like the FBI, but for wildlife and fauna in in Australia, it's called the Con- uh, Convention on International Trade and Endangered Species of Wild Fauna and Flora, or cities, as they like to call the acronym. So she paid. She did like a uh, some some sort of uh, declaration of it, but she failed to apply for the fifty dollar import permit. So she did, she was up front with it on one part, but so I don't think there was like intent for her to actually, you know, smuggle it in. It almost seems like she just didn't realize or didn't know. Oh, I mean, that that does suck. But at the same time, like, I don't know about you, dude, but 18 grand, I'd still be like, I'd be calling a couple places ahead of time and be like, all right, is this, is there anything else I need to fill out for this? I've done the blah, blah, blah form, the 1094-34B. Dude, that's the shit that scares the fuck out of me. I would, like, I see, every, I, maybe, every time I get something or like, do like, I'm always worried that there's some weird rule I'm fucking breaking. Is that's that a gonna end up maybe screwing me over in the end, you know? Maybe that's not common. Maybe people are just like, no, I would expect one form and that's it. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like too paranoid. Like with things like that, I would definitely be calling. I, I would definitely be like asking. I would be looking on the internet. Like in yeah, it says, it says the woman had obtained a city's export permit from France, but failed to apply for the $50 import permit from the Australian city's management authority. Yeah, like wouldn't you call Australia and be like, hey, I'm going to be bringing a uh alligator purse i just want to make sure it's cool with the customs like i feel like there would unless there was miscontact there you know who knows i mean the world's fucked people don't give a fuck about their job today so that's a common thing too you might call a place and be like is there anything else i need and they're like no you're good you're good meanwhile they should know you need yeah i mean it's that's a hell of a mistake though and the fact that it literally just gets destroyed there's no like a twist they, they said, you know, they hope that it's a reminder to people that, you know, these permits are a requirement and that, you know, they should think about even just buying whether or not they should buy products that are derived from alligators or other protected animals in the first place. So, oh, yeah, uh, duh. Like, it's so dumb to like in my idea to buy 18 grand on an alligator purse. I mean, I give you 18 grand, Jesse. You can't pocket it. You can't use it for anything for you. What are you going to do with that 18 grand? There's a million good things you could do with that money. Realistically, you could pay off the lunch debt of kids in a random school across America. That yeah, can't that that would probably be one of the better better ways to use it is just find an actual debt that exists in society for someone else and take care of it. Like it's just yeah, that's how degree. you probably have the most impact. Is like find a group of people <laughs> or one person that you could just wipe that debt out of. Uh, yeah, it's a fucking shave that like nineteen thousand dollars is literally just down the drain. So she's, that's it, huh? Like nothing, no reimbursement at all. And They said, uh, aside from the rules themselves, it's important people take the time to think about ethical fashion choices. Boom, burn it. Oh, <laughs> damn. No fucking chill. Oh, fuck, dude. 
You well, you gotta be careful. I mean, shit. You know, like the rules, I guess, of parasites and diseases, especially and coming from country to country. Like, I mean, Johnny Depp got in a huge shit for bringing his dogs to Australia. Mm-hmm. They were you gonna know? euthanize those puppies. They were trying to kill his fucking. They were trying to kill Johnny Depp's dogs. You think your fucking alligator purse gets any privilege? Like, we're definitely gonna kill the dogs. We're deciding whether or not we're gonna kill you. <laughs> it's like I'm a movie star. We're we're considering the weight of the world without Edward Scissorhands. Hey man, after the cane frogs, those Australians aren't fucking around. No, they're not. Invasive species are serious, including Johnny Depp's. <laughs> including <Okay>. Depp's. <laughs> oh man, well we're gonna wrap this, this this news section up with uh we're gonna go over to Tokyo where we're talking about a, a crazy art architecture like exhibit type deal going on where a nonprofit has issued uh, 16 well-known architects to renovate 17 public toilets in uh, which, you know, toilets are kind of gross in, in Japan yeah, not has the, like a high not expectation. The thing I think of with art. Dude, Japan has got like a higher expectation of bathroom as well. So it's not like a 7-Eleven in America where you wall in and there's like TP just scattered everywhere and it, the water's no, on. No heroin needles? Fucking, there's not a dirty needle in the corner. <laughs> so like people are sketched out about it, you know, and uh, I like how, the idea. If there's no needles in the corner, how am I going to poop? The feng shui is all off. Oh, uh, dude, right? You get used to something and it just becomes like a home, you know? <laughs> So the idea was to just like apply innovative design to make public bathrooms like uh, accessible for everybody, you know, like in, you know, there's a couple ideas here, like uh, the ones that are winning, uh, Pritzer Prize winning Shigeru Bonds, he has a transparent toilet, which is really interesting. Wait, the toilet is transparent? The whole booth. Okay. Now their boots, they look like porta potty type deals. <laughs> I was gonna say, if the bowl's transparent, that's, that's a whole different visual. That's a fun experience. That's like an aquarium going to the bathroom type deal. You know, maybe <laughs> there's different like different type of aquarium. in there. You never know. Yeah. Um, so like they're like transparent walls, and uh, it's they're fun colors. They look like uh, that kind of film that maybe you would wrap like an Easter basket in. You know, oh, it's like the thing. the cellophane, the colored cellophane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like lime green and like an aqua blue. The picture that I have is really neat, and uh, so it's it's a cool little art structure. You might like see that across the way and like be like, "What the fuck is that? I want to see that. Like, I want to go up to that." Hmm. They're transparent bathrooms. Now you're worrying already. They're like, "Whoa, I don't want to try to pull a number two in the middle of fucking Tokyo Square here." Yeah, how's that work? Well, so apparently when you close the door, the it triggers some kind of electronics to make the glass all opaque, which I've heard of like different security glasses like this as well. They're, they're of course way more money. And uh, I wonder the long term of like, I don't know what Japan has for like, you know, people fucking shit up on the streets. Like if they're not like America, but I feel like an American kid would be like, fuck this smash it with a skateboard or something, <laughs> you know? Cause I feel like it, something that has the ability to transfer to opaque, like a glass like that, hmm. it's gotta be pretty fragile. Right. Possibly, yeah. I don't know. I wonder what the technology they're using for that is. But either way, so it protects you for privacy. But meanwhile, when you're walking up to this thing, this is a great idea. Is like you can see if it's a shithole inside. Like you could be like, "That's a gross ass bathroom. I don't want to even step in there." Right? And I'd like, imagine that would put pressure on people too to kind of keep it nicer. Because exactly. if you walk out of there and there's shit all over the walls, they're gonna be like, "Dude." <laughs> like- Dude. And that's what they're, yeah, that's what they're fighting against too, is like shit like that. Like hold the accountability, man. But I'm all about like the idea of like the art side of it, where it's like, just because it's a sh- like a bathroom, like the shittiest thing to exist, like, you know, like it's like a literal like funnel to get rid of like unwanted problems. Like it's just, it doesn't mean it has to be ugly. It doesn't mean it has to be a porta potty, dude. Like it could be functional, but yet like functional to the dressing of like the environment. 
Yeah, yeah, and the fact that it's appealing to the eye, like something like, like you're literally saying, like that you. That's shit. what I'm saying. It, it looks gorgeous. In. Yeah, it doesn't have to look appealing. like a fucking plastic shit box. Like it can be like a piece of art. Like you can be like, uh, who's to say a porta potty can't be in a statue? You know, like hmm. that type of deal. Yo, you know? that's in, that'd be crazy. Because it's like, oh, where's the bathroom? And it's like, oh, over there at the bottom of the mo- uh, the fucking David. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah, dude. Exactly, dude. Yeah, grab his nuts and pull in the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's really cool, man. They give a bunch of architects a uh, chance to redesign. And it, it appears that this transparent design is just off the wall. And they're going to be installing it in three or four locations this year. Cool. Which is pretty neat, man. I hope, you know, shit like this happens in America. We take an idea because, I mean... You get to a city and shit just starts to look like the same and then it becomes run out if you don't have like people maintaining all these structures and stuff. Mm. It seems to be something that's not too hard to clean. And again, it holds people accountable. You're not going to have people that are like drawing dicks on the side because it's like they come out. It's like that dick wasn't there before. Fuck face. Get in there and scrub it. Like, you know, like. And you know, if someone's waiting and they're ready to pounce on your ass. That's true as well, dude. Like, yeah. No creepers. Dude, creepy bathrooms. God knows, man. What's going on? That'd be nice if uh, you know Chicago, New York, LA, some some city kind of picked up this idea, ran with it, and did something oh, similar. Exactly, here. that's what we need is like one of the big cities in America to start doing shit like this. Yeah, but it, that would require like a nonprofit that grants out like budgets for cool projects like that. You know? Hey, I got nineteen thousand dollars. I didn't put into a uh, alligator purse. Alligator bag, that, dude. There we that go. Would do it. That would there do we it. Oh, dude, we take that money, we put it into transparent bathrooms. Boom! Some asshole walks up with a skateboard and smashes it. <laughs> and now we're <laughs> out the money again. Bueno. God damn it. So let's uh, never let's, put it at the skateboard. <laughs> let's give them something to laugh about here. We got our funny clip of the week. We always put this up on our Facebook page on Friday, so you can you know laugh your way into the weekend like a like a crazy person. Maybe like this guy in the uh, funny clip actually. Oh man, you sent me this. I died. We got I a died. friend. We got a friend feeling himself. We've all been there. We've all been oh. here. But Uh-oh. there's something lurking in the background. What was that? What was that? Uh-oh. It was the funk monster. Oh, God. He ruined that shirt. Dude, worth it. Worth it. He's, he's so done with this guy. I'm kind of that friend, too. I'm just... Oh! oh! Dude. Get down. Man. Get down. Man. And that dude hostage I, situation of the phone. You know, He's I, I thought it might be staged, but the run. Dude, the run. The run. It's, it's, re- it's got to be real. He books real. it. And then it cuts off at the stairwell because he fell fucking down the stairwells. I mean, I wouldn't make a point of this man's weight if it weren't for the speed that accompanies it. Sign that man some kind of athletic deal. I mean, he did the 40-yard dash in no time. I need a Nike up swoosh coming up at the end of that fucking vine. Dude. That man. Yes, a vine TikTok. What what fucking year are we in? Talented in so many ways that we could just go on for hours talking about this video. The dance moves, the the Hulk Hogan shirt rip, the pure pouring, pouring charisma out of every orifice that I saw of the man. I oh mean, man, I'd love to talk to that gentleman. But uh, if you want to view this, like we said, it's gonna be up on our Facebook page on Friday. Head over there, give us a like while you're over there, and uh, give it a view to make your Friday a little bit funnier. Hell yeah, check it out. Just like you should check out the things we're about to talk to. We got some, we've been watching things, man. We haven't been just chilling around, not watching Netflix and chilling. I mean, come on, come on now. So, uh, but right before we talk about these, here's a word from our sponsor. This episode of American Slacker is brought to you in part by Dango Products. Made here in America, they offer wallets, watches, and many other accessories. 
couple months ago, I ordered my DO1 Dapper Pen Wallet in their patented DTEX, which is amazing. The DTEX that they've created is a material that is scratch proof, water resistant, and so easy to clean. You know, if you're working out there on the grind, getting your pockets dirty, maybe getting your wallet dirty, this thing will clean up and you can go out in the tux at night and you won't even know the difference. Check out their quality selection of wallets, watches, and other accessories at dangoproducts.com. Use the promo code SLACKER for 10% off your order. SLACKER APPROVED. Hey everyone, my name is Drew and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff and we always have a good time. You can find our show, Dudes with Brews on a Porch, on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on the porch. And we're back in 3D. And uh, we're going to talk about a couple things that you guys should check out because we thoroughly enjoyed. And I think Jesse's going to start it off with a sweet little animated joint that he found. Yeah, I was uh, browsing on Netflix. It was suggested that I watch a show called Hoops, which is uh, an animated show, as Matt said. And it kind of, I don't know, it struck me almost like a, I want to say a family guy without the cutaways. You know, without that that standard like Family Guy format, it kind of had the same humor though. Yeah, and a little more adult. I like. I feel like Family Guy's got that like, uh-huh, you know, like where this was just like a little more raw, like. And I like. I like that. You know, that is the nice thing about not being constrained by a television network and coming straight to a streaming service is the fact True. that they can be a little bit more raunchy. And it's uh, a rule, it seems, in in any sort of production that if you do something as a cartoon, you can get away with a lot more than if you had an actual live action person do it and uh, that kind of seems to be the situation here because hoops is about a foul-mouthed basketball coach of a high school who is named ben and i I feel like he's loosely based off of the actual creator or something of the show Uh, and his name is ben hoffman you might know him he worked as a producer on new girl and archer and he is the uh, creator of this show Um, another name that you might uh, recognize from new girl is the voice of ben hopkins the coach uh jake johnson he plays um i forget the name of the guy on new i, I never watched new girl myself he's he's the guy he has darker hair white guy with darker hair from new girl i, I feel I like never, he, i would never really oh i thought you would watch new girl too i wasn't really like a zoe type of dude well, yeah, either i don't know if you so saw like, let's, it was like let's be cops that there's that it was a, another comedy that he's been in uh ron, ron funches is also in it he plays another character named ron uh cleo king plays opal lowry who's the principal of the school and they have uh, even the creator himself ben hoffman plays uh one of the students time bomb who's on the uh the basketball team and it it follows over the course of 10 episodes um they have one season out each episode's about 26 minutes it follows basically uh the coach trying to improve the basketball team. And one of the big, like uh, first things that happens is they uh, try and recruit the tallest kid in the school because everyone on the basketball team kind of sucks. Like, I'm not going to lie. They're, they're pretty shitty. It's basically a team of nerds. And uh, 
and and the coach the foul mouth coach ben uh he says like you know i love you guys but like we really do suck so uh he tries to recruit this really tall kid who's not really into sports and uh you know take take his team a little bit further therefore saving his job which they were saying you know you can be an asshole or you can suck as a coach but you can't do both so like he's and he's not going to change his uh personality anytime soon another little thing that's going on is uh his ex well near ex-wife he hasn't signed the divorce papers yet that kind of goes on throughout the season uh they (laughs) they're having it out along with his assistant coach to the team eventually is his ex or well his wife's boyfriend who's played by Ron Funches. And I, I love Ron Funches. He's hilarious in everything that he's in, um, you, especially this animated show here. And it's, it's funny, the dynamic between this pissed off coach and the guy who's like fucking his wife, you know? Oh, boy. At one point he's <laughs> like, uh, hey, you can't be texting my girlfriend late at night. Are you up? <laughs> like, <it's> like <laughs> That's his wife, bro. Like... <laughs> So there's there's some funny dynamics going on here. It's a it's a really uh, it, I think it's a hilarious like fun show that you can just throw on here and there. Mm. Um, you're not it's not going to pull at your heartstrings necessarily. Uh, you can just kind of throw it on and know that you're going to get a laugh here or there. That's what it seemed like. You know, I've only seen the previews that you showed me, and you know, it seems like it was just like that. You know, a little bit of humor, like a little bit of raunchy. You know, yeah. in aspects, but fun fucking ride. It's all not a kid's cartoon, for no, sure. No, fuck no, but that's not, like, what it's aiming to be, and that's, like, what's going to catch it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Ren and Stimpy kind of broke that ground in the beginning, and, like, it's coming back again, I guess. And, like, things like this are just great to see, like, just fucking complete raw content. Like, seeing a cartoon guy being so raunchy, there's something about it that's just, like, mind-breaking to kids that grew up on, like, Saturday fucking morning cartoons, you know? That's true. Maybe we are a little bit biased having grown up, you know, with WB and set and all the Saturday They're finally morning. saying motherfucker, bro. They're finally saying it. They're aging along with us, man. <laughs> I love it. It's a beautiful thing, man. It brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> So yeah, I, I really suggest that you give this one a watch. It's really fun. It's something easy and light to throw on. Uh, don't do it around the kids. Uh, IMDb was not kind to this. We got a 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes was even worse to it. They said uh, 15% for the average tomato meter and a 49% average audience score. I don't know, man. I think people are being sticks in the mud. I think this is a hilarious show that's worth watching is there is there some controversy around hoops that i'm not aware of i thought it was hilarious yeah dude who knows man internet agenda bro i don't know <laughs> yeah, it looks yeah. hilarious from what i saw i'm definitely gonna check it out and uh i usually like things that you recommend so i mean i'm sure it's fucking it's definitely a binge worthy fucking content yeah i hope know? they get a season two i haven't looked into whether or not they're looking at something like that but uh it, it was be... it a 2020 launch like it's new right yeah it's brand new brand new okay, so, Netflix, yeah so. they still got time to sign that that deal for the second hopefully um, yeah i mean if if you everyone's giving it a watch it'll get those good numbers and maybe they'll uh, be looking at a season two nice hell yeah yeah i can't wait to check it out all the way um, the thing I'm going to recommend is a, a full fucking movie for you. It's one that uh, it's a high box. Obviously you've probably heard of it. The King of Staten Island. And, uh, you know, this was a movie. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to see it right away. Like 
they didn't get a chance to, to launch it um, into theaters because of the whole pandemic. So right to view, but it was uh. like 20 bucks or more to like watch it. And you got like a one-time view. And I was like, yeah, you know, like, I don't know if I want to waste 20 bucks. It might be a hit or miss or, and uh, I just never got around to like have a Friday night with my girlfriend. Cause we were just moving in that time period anyway. True. So I went to, I was like, I was going to pull the trigger no matter what. Like I went to pull it, dude, it's down to like six bucks to like rent it like a normal video. Oh, so wow. everybody just fucking have a movie night. Like watch this fucking movie. It's so fun. As long as you're like an Abito fan or even a Pete Davidson fan, um, which those were the two big polls for me on this film right away. I love Abito Productions. Always mm. have anything he's delivered for the most part. Like I'd say it's like a at least an 80% hit for me. Um, and Pete Davidson. Yeah, I've, I've loved all of his films. Right? I mean, you can't go wrong with that dude. Fucking, he's just he's brilliant since Freaks and Geeks. I mean, I've been like in love with that. And you know, from such a good from series. dramatic to like super comedic, he really yeah. does kind of like flow between those really well. Dude, he's doing like he started with comedy. He's going back to comedy. Who the fuck are we to be commenting on Judd Apatow? By the right, way, true, just true. Throwing I mean, that out there. <laughs> I, we're just like, well, we're like kind of sucking his dick right now. I mean, like I was just like going through all the credentials. I'm like, damn, like he started in comedy, doing shit, like made his way to being like a huge director. Just for the fuck of it, after being like he's a multimillionaire, like he's gonna go back to comedy. He's back doing the stand up again. Like it's like that, oh that's cool. Dude, I didn't so realize that. Admirable, dude. That's awesome. He's such a fucking cool dude. And uh Pete Davidson, I mean, I just feel like it's not in enough things, honestly. I really fucking enjoy his humor. Um a lot of people just call it shtick, but like I just I like the I like who he is. I like he's his very, character. He's very dry with very like, open what he delivers too. and but, truthful. Like, yeah. And what yeah, like what he's going through and shit like that. Um a lot of other great people, Steve Buscemi, Buscemi, uh, Maude Apatow, Judd's oldest daughter, which was oh, cool. Oh, okay. It's cool. Yeah. It's just funny. He's had her and the younger sister in a lot of the films. Yeah, right? Like, I like that. That's cool. Um, and of course, Bill Burr really fucking stole this movie, too. His interaction with Pete was just like, throughout the movie, their chemistry was amazing. Um, I love Bill Burr. And to just see him, like, fucking fighting it out with pete davidson the aspect we have going on here is it's this movie's like really modeled after pete davidson's life like his dad died in 9 11 as a firefighter and they've got a similar story it's not exactly how it went um but he's playing a character that's older living still at home with mom and uh dad died you know 10 years ago in a fire and uh now she's got a new boyfriend bill burr and dude it's just a it's a great interaction of great comedy drama it's got a lot of elements to it that are just really fun and uh you know it'll pull your heartstrings at moments it's it's crazy because you know it's got pete davidson's like kind of mental health battles within mm -hmm. too so you see the whole battle he's having with himself let alone the battle with adapting to a new father figure in the realm after being like fatherless for you know over a decade were they able to take you out of like them as the characters that you know outside of this film bill burr especially oh wow nice i felt bill burr did amazing like it was just not like the bill burr that i see fucking like just being like bill burr you know like bill burr has his style it's just like offensive off the start like just fuck you this is how it is i'm boston blah 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 like to so some was, people that's kind of what i like about it. i love i love bill burr yeah but like dude th this was just like a whole different side of him like whereas pete davidson is playing himself so mm. it's like you gotta you gotta allow that to happen like this judd apatow and pete wrote this script based on his life like mm. judd apatow just punched up his life realistically wow yeah so uh 
it's a really cool journey and you just see like you know the, the whole idea of like Bill Burr coming into the life of like him and his mother and the whole battle that happens and uh, there's you know there's a happy ending like every other film like of this core That's but cool. I enjoyed the journey the journey was what was fun about it and it just had the Apatow Davidson spin on it mm. and uh, you can't help but love a film that has a little Steve Buscemi cameo at least I can't <laughs> Like, come on, man. He, and he's playing a firefighter, which, I, you know, like, we probably said this on the show eight times, but he was a true firefighter and actually, like, took a pause acting during 9-11 to go and help his, like, uh, former firehouse, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. Another fucking really cool dude who's admirable, like, so. It's always funny to find out that, like, these people that you know so well through, like, film are doing these other, you know, careers on the yeah. side. And that that I'm sure like a whole community knows. Oh, Steve? Yeah, I know Steve. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, dude. yeah, like just yeah, down at the number fucking eighty nine firehouse in the city. You know, it's like the uh, the candy shop up in Rhinebeck, New York. Owned oh yeah. By, uh, who is it? The guy from The Walking Dead. In Paul Rudd. Yeah. In Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. Horrible for not knowing that guy's name. Uh, the guy that played Negan. The guy that played Negan. That poor yeah. bastard. He's never gonna outlive that. But so anyway, the journey of this film just I was I was really impressed with and uh, I would highly recommend it. Now, the ratings for this one, they weren't the best. Honestly, it's kind of got slugged along as well. Hmm. Uh, they got a 73 on the Rotten Tomato meter. Um, man, or no, the tomato meter was 85 percent, actually. Sorry. No. Um, so the tomato meter was 73 and audience 80. So the audience at least liked it. Yeah. 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 So that's good. Like supportive of like. Which I figured. I mean, come on. Pete's, like, a huge actor. Like, one of the few that, like, has able to, like, not be involved in main skits in SNL, but still be, like, involved. Like, that alone speaks about, like, how how much people love him. Like It's interesting to see him do a uh, dramatic thing. Well, yeah, but I mean... Overall, his comedic stuff. I feel like he's the most dramatic person on SNL, too. At the same point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah. A lot of fun, man. I would highly recommend it. Um, IMDb was at least a little bit better to it. Uh, 7.1 out of 10. Thank you. I didn't grab that one. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it's definitely worthy of checking out. I mean, half the shit we ch- we usually are defending. Like, why they slaughtered it on the internet. Like, most of the time. So this yeah, one, like mine. On my side. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad. You're all, like, alone today. But the internet backs mine, people. So, if you're going to watch anything that we're recommending, watch mine. <laughs> oh, is that how it goes? Damn. Well, I'm going to push real hard on the social media for mine then. I'm just getting in your mind, baby, for the game we're going to play it a little oh, bit. Oh, great. Yeah, we're going to be right back with a uh, celebrity who done it. Uh, I'm in the hot seat. Matt's asking the questions. You guys should play along, but uh, we'll be right back after this. <laughs> this episode is brought to you in part by hemp-cbd.com. Hemp-CBD was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico, with the mission to provide the best products in the industry. Hemp-CBD has created a one-stop shop for tons of CBD products, such as tinctures, edibles, topicals, pre-rolls, vape, and pet products. The products carried by Hemp-CBD are sourced from an organic hemp that's grown in the United States, lab-tested, and consists of CBD isolate, which is the purest form of CBD. This testing ensures that their products contain CBD and no other cannabinoids like THC. Head over to hemp-cbd.com and use promo code SLACKER for a 20% discount at checkout. That's hemp-cbd.com, 
promo code SLACKER. Hi, I'm Mike from the Genuine Chit Chat Podcast, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. I speak to a wide variety of guests, including CEOs of businesses, psychologists, authors, musicians, travelers, people suffering with physical and mental illnesses, and everyone in between. Where we speak about a large variety of topics, including music and movies and pop culture, but also some more controversial topics, including drug reform, political correctness, and many more. No subject is off limits. You can find us in all the usual podcast places, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, as well as on YouTube. And you can follow us in all the usual social media places. And to be clear, I don't expect everyone listening to enjoy every episode of my show. What I do think is that due to the wide variety of guests and topics, that there'll be at least one episode that each person listening will enjoy. So if you still appreciate the art of conversation and want to hear honest conversations with interesting people, then be sure to check out Genuine Chit Chat in all the usual places. And we are back with a little game. Uh, I'm in the hot seat here. Matt's asking the question. What, what do you got for me? Well, well I'm bringing to the table today. I got a case of uh, Who Done It? Who Done It? Celebrity Edition. Oh, all right. Now it's a simple game. I got. I'm gonna give you a little, uh, <laughs> a little instance that occurred with a celebrity, and you're gonna tell me uh, which of the following multiple choice celebrities had done it. Okay. Right. Simple as okay. that. Okay. It's like a little fucked up guess here. I'm, I'm going to piss off someone by uh, guessing the wrong one here. David yeah. Spade, don't come at me. I, yeah. Well, I mean, he's got enough to worry about. He had like a crazy... You ever heard the story about his crazy little stalker like that uh, turned out to be like his uh, assistant? That I feel like you're giving him? it away. You're giving right, me sorry. false information for this could be. game David right Spade now. could be here. You know how much I love David Spade. All right. So moving along. Number one. Which of the following leading ladies recently revealed... But they feed their child by chewing the food and delivering it mouth to mouth. Baby, bird baby, baby burden it. We got A, Alicia Silverstone, B, Angelina Jolie, or C, Kate Winslet. Oh, man. She'll never let you go. I'm going to go with the one that I hope it is. I'm going with C, Kate Winslet. I'm sorry, sir. You are wrong. Don't you're, tell you're, me it's A. You're one would say clueless. Oh no. On her health food site, thekindlife.com, Alicia Silverstone posted a video, and uh, we're going to bring up that video in a second here, of how she fed her son Bear mouth to mouth. Uh, just a little bit of mochi and uh, veggies from a soup. So, what, you know, what, nothing crazy. What the fuck, bro? Dude. You can't hey. baby bird your fucking kid. Who said so, baby? The law. No. I'm pretty sure there's no laws. I don't know. Maybe birdie could be illegal. For no, all. I'm going to make you... Would you do this? I'm going to make it, you put it as your background. <laughs> oh. I wish I had pre-thought that because I definitely would have done that. Because this is disgusting. Uh, let's skip through. We got a little ABC News piece here. Oh, there she is. Look at her. She's chewing it up, getting it ready. She's Why? chewing it up. You ready for Why? this? Why? Why? The kid is not interested. Hold on. The kid does not want the mochi. Hold on. We got to get through the story. I hate when they do that. Like, it's like they want to put it in between. Hold on. Here we go. I need photographic evidence. Here we go. You ready for this? Okay. Not cool. Dude. Not cool. The chew. What is the, what is supposed to be the health benefit of that? 
I don't know. I mean, they're saying that it makes it easier to digest and it has some kind of increase in like gaining strength overall. But I mean, maybe your gut biome, but that's just fucking disgusting. It says, yeah, I'm boosting immune system. Like, but I don't know, dude. I don't know. Not, not worth it. Oh, not Ugh. worth it. All right, well, you Kids didn't get that teeth. one, unfortunately. Dude, right? Like, or wait Let's till they have... I don't know. Maybe he didn't. Yeah, maybe, but like, wait till they do. Like, it's like Mochi's his favorite. Yeah. Nobody's baby birded a child since uh, like, way before Christ. Oh, my God. Days. You still... What a fucking one to start out with, man. I'm glad I got it wrong. I'm so upset at the same time. God, dude. She didn't even do the neck bob. That was like the lowest this point. Right? Let's move on. <laughs> I, I need Number to two. move on. One of the following big names ended up in hot water, leading to incarceration. But a bit of good came out of that with their mistakes. As while they were doing their time, they influenced fellow prisoner Jordan Belfort to write his autobiography based story, Wolf of Wall Street. Who done it? A. Martha Stewart. B. Tommy Chong. Or C. Charlie Sheen. I'm going to go A. Martha Stewart. Yeah, you're wrong. I'm so sorry. Oh. I'm so sorry. You got it wrong. I thought you would pick this one out. I was hoping this would be the easy one for you. Charlie Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong. B. He uh he went away for doing a little bit of uh I guess it was really his son's fault, but he uh he was making bongs with uh, his image on him. Yep. So he he ended up having to do a little time, but it was uh one of those really fancy prisons. So he was alongside you know famous people such as Jordan Belfort and. Uh, he actually observed Chong writing his own book, and that's what got him started with writing. He was writing a shitty, uh, like, detective noir-like type film. Or, um, oh, huh. Like, he was trying to write a film-like style, a, like, as a fucking A whodunit, book. you would yeah. say? But he got his wish, man, because Chong told him that's pretty terrible. Like, literally, that's exact quoting. He said, that is terrible. <laughs> and uh, he told him he should ditch that and write about the stories that he always used to tell him about, like of his time while he worked on Wall Street. They say right what you know. Well, he got pissed at Chunk, and he didn't talk to him for for a month. Oh, shit. Uh, and he, he came out with a uh, another book altogether, and it ended up being the one that uh, Scorsese turned into a film that we all love with uh, Leo in. Damn. And, uh, yeah, it never gave Chung any uh, credit at all for it, unfortunately, like for the influencer, like even a cameo huh. in a film. That would have been cool, right? This yeah, is the guy that gave been, us that. Would have been nice to have at least seen a little yeah. bit of Tommy. Yeah. Popping up and Wolf. Man, 2 and 0 so far, man. Or 0 and 2, rather, I should say. Yeah, I'm doing terrible. Two. 2 on the losing side. All right, let's let 3 be the end of your losing streak, baby. What are the following stars? It's so appalled by the cardboard sleeve on a Starbucks coffee that they pay somebody to remove it. A. Paris Hilton. B. Kim Kardashian. Or C. Justin Bieber. Hmm. Sounds like a Bieber move. I'm going to go C. Bieber. Man, you are striking. Oh out, my dude. God. I was doing terrible. Dude, you're doing terrible, dude. It's Kardashian lifestyle all over it. So apparently, uh, she wrote this recently in a, like a random blog on her own website she hates the sleeve on a starbucks cup she really? said that it, it's like uh the sound of chalk like uh, nails on a chalkboard but i her. think those are called zarfs 
I'm not even kidding. That, that's the name of like that, like that uh, little sleeve on a cup. Oh, I thought. Okay, yeah. No, I never would have thought that's what an arth is. So apparently, you know, she has to leave the room and have one of her many, I'm sure, many assistants take it off for her. So that's where she gets. You know, she's not like she just pays somebody to come do that every time she gets. She just got tired of asking, and she's like, I'd rather pay someone to just expose dispose of it for me. She hates cardboard, dude. That's the Kardashian curse. All right, cardboard. Cardboard Kardashian. It doesn't start with a K, I guess. Yeah, dude. But it should. That'll it happen. Should. They're working on it. <laughs> They've been fighting for it. Since I'm doing horrible. Show. You're doing bad today, dude. How I many thought more do I, I got? Two of those. Two out of those. I was like, these are home runs for him. I was I like, Martha know. Stewart's a dead throw off. Come on. I thought she done time though. She did time with Snoop Dogg's friends. Come on, dude. <laughs> She's hood. Martha Stewart's hood as fuck. Number four. I don't know her bunk buddy. The following celebrity not only believed in ghosts, but it's so terrified that they have invested five figures into paranormal home protection. You ready for this? Right. A. Dan Aykroyd. B. Lady Gaga. Or C. Russell Crowe. I feel like Dan Aykroyd is the red herring because... He was in Ghostbusters. <laughs> so it's between Crow and Lady Gaga. It was the other one, right? I mean, she... Yeah, uh, fuck. Russell Crow. I know he sold a bunch of shit on auction recently. <laughs> What's that got to do with Paranormal? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just All that grasping at anything that... Yeah, maybe it was haunted. <laughs> it's um, all haunted. Half price. Let's go with Lady Gaga. B. This, he can't win, but he came back, baby. He's got one on the board. Oh, <laughs> there it is. The uh, Gaga. Lady Gaga does believe and is very afraid of some ghosts. Specifically, Gaga ghosts, ghosts named Ryan that she's pretty sure is haunting her. So she spent uh, 50 grand on an electromagnetic field meter designed to detect poltergeist that's on even when she's away from home. Huh. Yeah. So it's like a crazy. Why? Right. What'd she do to Ryan? I don't know, dude. Maybe she killed a Ryan. He's in the desert somewhere. One of those Burning Man festivals. <laughs> Who knows? He, that's where she had to get the meat suit from somewhere, dude. <gasps> that's it. Dude, I'm just saying, dude. I'm do just I have one saying. more? Can I at least get two points? Yeah, you got one more. I mean, I drew it as a five in case you got two out of two. But. Okay. <laughs> You might get two out of three. For I, I need, I need it. <laughs> now, number five, Music, uh, musicians are known to be some of the most eccentric and extravagant types of celebrities. Mm-hmm. Which of the fallen artists paid for a single article, a single article of clothing to have its own seat on a plane after he mistakenly left it behind? A, Bono. B, Prince. Or C, Sting. I'm going to go with Prince. Oh, baby. This is what it sounds like when slackers cry. You, you failed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Was it C? It was A, Bono. Oh, of course, there was God. Bono, dude. Bono is just like that. Like, he's an activist and all that, but meanwhile, he'll waste $1,200 to 
for a hat that he left behind in London. A hat? I was thinking in 2003. And he needed to do a charity concert in Italy. And he can't do his charity concert without his hat. So he had to pay $1,200 for a first class ticket. So next time you're on and you're just chilling in the main cabin on a plane, just know that Bono's hat rolls better than you do with extra leg. Wow. (laughs) That's demoralizing. Along with me not getting the final point. I'll take one. At least I can goose egg it. Dude, it's crazy. $1,200. Yeah, you got one though, man. Hey, sometimes you lose them all. You know, I, I think I've gone out with zero before. I'm pretty sure. It's yeah, I try, I try not to go that low. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll get that low if I need to, man. I'm not. I'm like not a limbo champ. It's dirty. You know what I'm saying. All right, people. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in this long, seeing the game, the failure of Landers. Now he's got to pay the price after we turn this this camera off, and uh, we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> I didn't fail. I got one point. You failed, dude. You failed it's me. It's enough for people. Home about. You failed the people, man. Worst of all, you failed the people. They never elected me. <laughs> they didn't need to. They didn't need to. That's all I'm gonna say. Catch me MWG Media on Instagram. You can catch me on Xbox Live if you're looking for a thrill and you're trying to catch some minutes. Uh, Maddie G from HP. Uh, and. Crows, follow me wherever I go. It's too cultish with that hat and bandit <laughs> thing going on, dude. I'm just gonna say, I guess I gotta go too, but like, it's just too cultish, though. You can follow me at Landers the Plane. All right, sweet. All right, people, we love each and every one of you. And uh, until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America, America. We passing them, passing them. Yeah. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We're talking America, America. We blazing America, America. This is fucking America, America. We're second America, America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck and savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip, you falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.